Welcome back to the Talking Sports by the Most podcast. Well, last weekend we had the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8, and now we're down to four. And it's all shades of blue in New Orleans now this weekend, as not only did the Blue Bloods all end up making it to New Orleans, but shades of blue for all four teams. So it's definitely, um, when you hear the four names that are in the Final Four, you would think um, this is. You would think might you be. might have picked those four, <laughs> but you didn't. Although I gotta believe there's a lot of people that picked three of the four. Yeah. I mean, I gotta believe Villanova, Duke, and Kansas were high. Again, though, I think let's be honest. We all set ourselves up because this was such a turbulent year. Because this was a year where we felt there wasn't much difference between one and fifteen. That we all ended up going with upsets, and we also went with some of the hottest teams at the time. And they all kind of fell apart at the end. So, you know, we probably outthought ourselves a little bit. And North Carolina, let's be honest, was a pretty hot team coming into the tournament. So mm-hmm. um, I got to believe there are some North Carolina fans probably who had a pretty close Final Four, um, only because North Carolina fans probably automatically chalked them up into the Final Four. But other than that, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't have those three other teams. I mean, yeah. not my bracket, but... Um, it's interesting how, in the end, in this turbulent year, I think I tweeted it, we ended up with four of the most well-known names. Villanova just recently, I'd say, in the last yeah, 15, so, yeah. 20 years. But other than that, I mean, you got the top three teams in college football. College football, boy, I'm already thinking September. College basketball. Um, so, anyways, it was it was not, though, the most exciting weekend. We watched just about all four games together, and... They were kind of snoozers, to be honest. I mean, they weren't as exciting as you would have hoped. So let's take a look at the first one. That was Saturday night. We watched Houston and Villanova, and um, we played basketball on Saturday. And I think um, five of you guys might have been able to score more points than Houston um, against Villanova on Saturday night. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty game. It was a defensive battle. Um, Just uh, if you're a basketball fan, it didn't bother you. If you're not... If you're the rest of America, they probably didn't like it as much because you don't always you want to see scores, you want to see dunks, you want to see threes, you want to see the the home run plays. So it uh, wasn't you know the the attention grabber that other games could have been or were. But um, you know, anytime you get a six point game, you can't complain if you're just you know watching it for fun. Um, unless you're a person that picked Houston, then you can complain, or a Houston fan, you can complain. But yeah, it wasn't the most. Um, flashy game wasn't really something that gets you you know get the blood flowing no and i thought i as we watched the game we kept thinking maybe houston was going to make this run make this run and they never really got going but Um, villanova was a hard team to come from behind on because they just don't do things that most teams do they don't turn the ball over they don't i definitely watch a lot of villanova beating ohio state and michigan so Um, i mean they're just fundamental They're, they're sound they don't turn the ball over really they don't make mistakes they do make a mistake. It's a dead ball turnover. You can reset the defense. You get the defense back. Um, they don't. They don't give up many transition points. Um, especially a team like Houston, who I think thrives on that kind of as the aggressor, usually who gets the ball going, gets you out of your comfort zone. And Villanova just doesn't let you do that. And I guess the most interesting news coming out of this, unfortunately, is Justin Moore from Villanova in the last minute and 30 seconds got a lower leg injury, and he's out now for the rest of the tournament, and it probably really hurts Villanova. Um, it's a pretty sound team, and um, on an injury that really didn't 
I don't know. I mean, they won by, what, six points, but it really didn't seem that close of a game. So I don't know, again, how it will affect everything, but that probably is the biggest news coming out of that game. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be, um, I think, not jumping ahead, but I think probably the winner of the national championship comes out of the second game on Saturday. I don't think it comes out of the first game. I don't think Kansas, Kansas doesn't really that, really impress me that much. I know they ended up beating Miami by a lot, but that game was, Miami was winning in the first half, I believe, at the end of the half, and then Miami just was absolutely trounced in the second half. Yeah, we But I don't think it was game. a Kansas team, I don't think it's a Kansas team that's like unbeatable. I don't think they're, I think, with the Villanova injury, it probably goes Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Villanova, and in that order, Duke being number one, well, or North Carolina being number one over Kansas Villanova. Kansas beat a 16 seed. They then went on to beat Creighton without their best player. Yeah. They went on to beat Providence that nobody really had much confidence in. They yeah. then go on to beat a 10 seed Miami, and now they're finally going to play a, 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 a very good basketball team. Yeah, I mean, they dominated that second half in Chicago. On Sunday, as we watched it, Miami fell apart. I mean, they just they couldn't get a basket to fall. Kansas hit a few threes. Kansas is not flashy. They're not your typical Kansas team. Um, I think this game, though, kind of sets up to be a classic. Two teams that I don't think either one's going to wow you, um, but they're just going to play basketball. And, <laughs> and I know that sounds stupid, but they're just going to play and – I think it's going to be a 60 to 65 game, and one of them's going to win. So I, I just, it, it's not the most, um, well, the two names are flashy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of the players in, are going to really flash. Um, I don't know how much NBA talent's out there on the field, on the court. with the, I keep saying field, so I'm really thinking football here, folks. Um, on the court with those two teams, I'm not saying it's not going to be a great game because I think it's going to be. To me, it just sets out to be a classic but I agree with you. I would I would probably take the national champion out of the other game. But again, Kansas dominated Miami. Let's be honest, Miami. I said this in the podcast. I know you were goofing around and picked Miami, but Miami had no business really getting to the Elite Eight. The, the everything just kind of opened up for them, and I think their kind of their luck ran out. So I'm not I'm not totally. Um, I don't know. I just don't think no Kansas played much. I think it's going to be interesting to see, but I think the injury to Justin Moore is probably going to. I think with a healthy Villanova team, this team, I think a healthy Villanova team beats Kansas by 15 points. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll make our prediction in a minute, but I agree. I think um, this is clearly going to be a, a um, closer game with the injury, <laughs> and it may just set up for Kansas. But going back to the game on Saturday, to recap what happened in the in the Elite Eight. But Duke beating Arkansas. I mean, I was impressed by Arkansas. I think that they showed that they were a team that was hot and playing well, and um, they fought and they scrapped. And I mean, they played a great game. Just Duke had more. I think Duke has just more talent. Um, I just, yeah, I, I I was impressed with Arkansas and what they've done. They beat obviously Gonzaga, which is a team that um, you know they've obviously been a pretty good. And I don't, want to say, I don't know if I should say powerhouse because they haven't won a national championship, but um, I don't know. We really know what the definition of powerhouse is, but um, they've obviously been a consistent, you know, top five, top ten team every year for the last about 15 years almost. Uh, but yeah, Arkansas beat them and then, uh, you know, gave Duke a test. But 
they came up short. Yeah, I mean, the game played out kind of the way I thought. I thought Arkansas was bad enough to beat Duke. Um, Duke just has better talent. They have better players. They should have won the game. Um, when I said Arkansas was going to win, I, I did think Arkansas, again, was just bad enough to beat Duke. And Duke came out, they shot the ball well, got off to kind of a slow start the first five minutes, and really from there just cooked it through. They're hot right now. I feel like they think they can win the championship. Coach K obviously is trying to do everything he can to keep the run going. I, Arkansas, you know, they did. They obviously beat some good teams. They played mediocre. They played horrible um, with some of the, the bad teams, too. So um, I think that's kind of the sign of, though, an up-and-coming team in Arkansas. You know, one minute they're going to play great. The next minute they don't know how to handle success. So I think the future is bright in Arkansas, but yeah. Duke just is, is beyond talented. And, again, one of the greatest stories in sport could be written one week from yesterday. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. My bedtime's way before 9.18, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'll be watching every second of it if Coach K's in that final game. I mean, I think it sets up to be one of the most magnificent endings to a career, to a sport, to a championship game if Coach K can – Number one, let's let's get him to at least the title game, and then we'll we'll play it from there and see what happens. Um, I think Duke's toughest game is 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 oh, is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think if Coach K can well, get a over, I mean, hump, you 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 put it's just a rivalry game. But so that's we make also it now, yeah. Let's so let's also think about this though. Duke's going to play North Carolina, kind of like Ohio State, Michigan. You know, I saw all the tweets actually the last two days about how this is equivalent to Ohio State, Michigan playing in the college football playoff. I mean. Duke's got to remember, though, this isn't the national title game. Mm-hmm. They're going to exhaust a lot of energy playing for Coach K. No, no group of five guys have more, more. you know, they, they're playing for the legacy of the greatest coach in college basketball history. Um, I know UCLA fans will argue with us on John Wooden, but in this era, there's no question. So they got more pressure than ever. They lost and got humiliated. I mean, Coach K basically said it on the court that night. Said his own Yeah, to their rival. They got to remember, though, they win Saturday night. That's they're only halfway there, hours and um, after that, you know, it's like Ohio State, Michigan back in um, what 2008 or whatever year it was, 2006. You know, they played in Columbus and then both absolutely laid an egg in their bowl games because I think both exhausted every bit of energy they had. Let's face it, that was really the national championship game in Columbus, and Florida just caught a flat Ohio State team, and USC just caught a uh, a, a tired Michigan team. So, I mean, I think we got to be really careful and take that in consideration that. This is probably going to be their toughest game on Saturday, but then the emotion, the energy they're going to exhaust is going to be pretty rough too. So um, Duke's just a great, a good team. When they shoot well, they're going to win the basketball game. They don't shoot a ton of threes, which is so unlike a Duke team that we're used to. They go inside. They get a ton of points in the paint. They're going to face a big old guy in the center there um, for Carolina. Yeah, and they got to remember they lost the last game, so it's going to be interesting to see how they come out. I think it's hard to beat a team. Um, well, I mean, I guess Duke beat North Carolina in North Carolina, and then North Carolina beat Duke and Duke. But I think it's going to be hard for North Carolina to, to beat Duke just because I think Duke's going to be even more um, amped up just because they were humiliated at home. And obviously North Carolina did a lot of talking and a lot of, uh, I mean, they won the rival game over Coach K in his last game. I think they probably deserve to do a little talking, but, you know, it might come back to bite them. When they Who will ever forget us sitting here watching that game? And, I mean, I don't think anybody would have thought a month later no. we were going to see Duke Carolina in the Final Four. I mean, it. this is this is pretty interesting. 
And now, obviously, Carolina goes out and they handle their business. They take care of St. Peter's. They, they obviously were the better team. St. Peter's was the Cinderella. This is what happens. The Cinderella can make it so far and then just they eventually hit a wall. Um, Carolina is probably, along with Duke, the hottest two teams in the tournament. I mean, the hot, two of the hottest teams coming in, and they've kind of rolled right to this championship game. Carolina puts up some points. Um, they do a lot of things well. I think Duke's – I know Duke's talk about all this zone. I think if Duke – one of the things I do right off the bat is full court and um, make make Carolina work those first 10 minutes because I'm telling you right now, they can get they can get frazzled pretty easily. Even towards the end of that game the other night, I mean, they I, – I definitely think Duke needs to come out with a ton of energy – and kind of slap. Well, I don't think North Carolina is the most deep team when it comes to ball handlers. I don't no. think they they kind of have that. They don't have. I don't know. If, I don't know as much, I guess, about Duke, but as I don't ever see them having that issue. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't follow Duke religiously, but obviously I've seen a couple of games in the tournament where North Carolina just seems to not be able to handle the ball well. If they have a guy that's hurt or injured or um, fouled out or whatever the case is, is why he's not on the court. Um, Love and R.J. Davis are their main ball handlers. Um, so I think North Carolina probably doesn't have quite the depth that Duke has. But obviously they're both good, two good teams that are going to battle it out Saturday for probably one of the <clears throat> most anticipated games in college basketball history, if yeah. not the most anticipated. So 6:09 Saturday, we'll start with Villanova, Kansas. Villanova is a four-and-a-half-point dog to Kansas. Um, it's the one versus two seed. Villanova is definitely one of the premier programs in the last 10 years. Kansas, a premier program the last 25 years. Um, you got two coaches that, um, I mean, you can't argue with either of them being great, great coaches. I think they do it two different ways. I think we got one that does the right way in Villanova's coach, Jay Wright. And I think you kind of got a little scoundrel over in Kansas that I think they cheat. Um, but it is what it is. and um, Well, if you can't lose, if you must, but always cheat. That's right. Um, I think Bill Self, one day, the truth's going to come out about the things he's done with his program. But the bottom line is, um, Kansas, Villanova, I think they're actually two pretty evenly matched teams. Um, I, I don't think this would be the highest scoring. No, game. I think this is going to be the, um, the Houston-Villanova type yeah, of game. We got where Duke, North Carolina is going to have fireworks yeah, more. Yeah, 132.5 um, is the over. So I think it's going to be a slow game. I yeah, think, I would I would. I think both teams, I there. think Villanova definitely wants to play slow. And North Carolina and Duke want to play fast. And, I mean, they're going to score. Maybe they, maybe they shoot poorly, but they're going to, they're, it's not going to be from a lack of running up and down the floor. Where yeah. Villanova and Kansas are going to try to slow the game you got to remember, we're playing in a dome here. Um, that always seems to put a little crunch on the final four shop perception and the players kind of struggle. It seems like for a while, right off the bat, getting used to, to the dome setting as well. Um, so I, I wouldn't see a ton of fireworks in this game. Um, I, I think again, this is, this could be a coin toss. I, I think both teams are going to kind of go back and forth. I, I can't say that one team does something sensational over the other, to be honest with you. I don't know if, um, besides Villanova being a great free throw shooting team, we've heard that a million times, right? Um, Kansas, I think, can do a little bit of everything. Um, I think in the end, though, I think consistency wins a game. And I think in the end, 
the most fundamentally sound basketball team in a game that's kind of matched up to me like this, where there aren't necessarily big stars. Um, but I definitely think in the end, then the most the, the solid basketball team is going to win. And right at this point, I just don't know how you can go away, whether Justin Moore's injured or not, how you can go away from Villanova. My gut says Villanova, I think in a very close game, I think it comes down to the final two minutes. I think we'll probably be watching that game together and probably be watching a dandy. Um, I think in the end, Villanova, Jay Wright makes it back to a championship game. And um, I think Villanova beats Kansas in a really close game in the 60s. Um, I'll go Villanova with the dub. Well, Villanova loses their second-highest scoring uh, player on the team, the second-highest contributor. Uh, I think that's tough. I think at the same time, it's also, I don't want to say it's a blessing in disguise because it's not, but Kansas hasn't, Villanova's going to have to have guys step up where Kansas hasn't probably maybe been able to prepare for them. It's not like Villanova got to play this whole second half where they kind of saw what Villanova would bring to the table without Justin Moore or whatever his name is. Um, So it's hard for me to say about this game. Um, I, I think that Villanova is the more fundamentally sound team. I think you could probably say that against any team in America um, with Villanova on the floor. I think Galepsi, or however you pronounce his name, I don't know how to pronounce anyone's names. Um, and then Samuels, I mean, they're going to have to have just tremendous games. Uh, those two guys are going to have to probably probably combine for at least 45 to 45, 50 points um, combined to win this game. Um, and it's tough for me. I'm going to go with Kansas to just go against you, um, make it interesting, uh, make it fun. But um, I think a healthy Villanova team would take care of business eight times out of ten over Kansas right now. But I think with that injury, I think it hurts them a lot because he is a good player. He might not shoot the most, the highest percentage. I think his shooting percentage on the year is about 39.7%. Whereas three point percentage is about thirty five percent, so um, definitely hurts your team. And he's a shot maker, so that definitely um, late in the shot clock probably hurts them a lot. But I think Kansas is going to win this game. I don't think Kansas is the the greatest Kansas team I've seen, but I think they're going to be in the national championship game, even though I really don't want to see them there. Uh, but I guess it happens. All right, game two, Carolina Duke. It's the rivalry. It's the first time they've ever played in in the NCAA tournament. It's Coach K's last game, every game it seems like. North Carolina's Coach a Coach K's retirement party on Saturday. Yeah. It's a four-point dog. North Carolina is. The over is 150. It's a pretty high over, I think. But um, it's the game that we figure is going to be the shootout. It's going to be the fireworks. Um, and, again... I think Carolina can do just about anything. I think they can drive the basket. They can go inside. They can shoot the three. I think you said it best just a minute ago that I think they got some poor ball handlers. I think Duke could really put a press on early in that game and and get some quick turnovers, some quick baskets. Duke loves to drive. They love to go inside. Um, I think they got to. I think they got to put pressure on Carolina. I think, again, I I don't think many teams have, and I don't quite understand it. Baylor figured it out the last 10 minutes. I know, you know, teams know how to break the press and can go from there, but I think Duke needs to come out with some aggression. Um, They got, again, the best pure shooters, I think, still in the tournament. They got the most NBA talent still in the the tournament. Um, I think in the end... um, Let's be honest. I'm going to be honest and say this. My, my heart 
and my my mind want Coach K to win. I mean, I want to see Coach K play in the tournament, in in the championship game. I want him to have a chance to win number six. Um, I I can't go against Duke. I'm gonna pick Duke because I I do think Duke in the end is the more talented team. However, I think over the last month and a half, North Carolina has been more consistent than Duke. I think they've they've shot the ball better. I think they've scored better. Um, I think the team that plays defense the best is probably going to end up winning this game. Um, and I just still think when push comes to shove, um, it's going to be Duke that takes out Carolina. I, I Listen, Coach K may lose on Monday night in the national championship game. But, folks, there's no way... Coach K, on a second chance, is going to lose to Carolina. Yeah, in a in a college. No, 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 folks. It isn't going to happen. In the NCAA tournament, in the Final Four, going for number six, Coach K is not going to lose. Duke wins. I think I hate to say this again. I think it's going to be a magnificent game. We might have had some duds on Saturday, Sunday, but I think you got two unbelievable games. I think Saturday night about 11 p.m., um, we're going to be dancing for Coach K. It's going to be one game closer to number six, one game closer to maybe one of the greatest scripts in the history of sports ever written. Coach K is going to win this game, no doubt about it. Yeah, I can't really disagree with it. Um, I think North Carolina probably has better guards. I think that's probably the biggest difference between North Carolina and Duke is they have two extremely good guards. Not that Duke doesn't have two really good guards, but I think North Carolina has better guards. I think the best player on the floor probably goes to Duke, though, I think, and I don't know how to say his name, Bonchero or whatever. Yeah. I think he kind of brings a brings a skill to the table that I don't think North Carolina really has a guy. Um, I know they have uh, Leaky Black, um, I believe that's his name. Um, he's probably going to match up against him, I assume. I think he's kind of the most... Um, he fits Bonchero the best. He's 6'8", 200, where Bonchero's like 6'10", 225, 230. Um, I think he probably matches up best for him. And then um, I think the big men, I mean, I'd probably go with Baycott. It's probably better than Williams, but I think Williams is a tremendous player. I think he's he's huge. He's seven foot, 245 pounds. Um, he's a big guy. So um, I think those are pretty much a, a dead draw. Um and then Manic, I think Manic could also be a huge um, game changer for North Carolina. I mean, if he shoots the ball well like he does pretty much every single time he steps on the floor, I think North Carolina has a really, really good chance of winning this game. Um, but I'm going to go with the the story here. I'm going to go with the Cinderella. Not that it's a Cinderella because that, that was a bad comparison. But, um, you know, if uh, if St. Peter's was a Cinderella, Duke was number two in that, in that line because, I mean, everyone wants to see Coach K go on top unless you're a UNC fan. Um, everyone else in the country wants to see him win, um, go out on top and, and get number six for the for the, the Cameron Crazies. Um, and I think it starts tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Saturday night um, with them beating North Carolina. I think it's going to be a tremendous game. I think it's going to be one of the most anticipated games that uh, bas- college basketball has had in a long time. Um, and they've had lots of great games and lots of great matchups, but this is one of the most intriguing ones. Um, I think I think Duke's going to win this one. I think also, it, not that um, I can't think of the North Carolina's coach's name, um, 
I think also a little bit of inexperience might come into play. I don't know how... Hubert Davis. Yeah, Hubert Davis. I don't know if... And I'm not saying he's not a good coach because I... Obviously, he's done a tremendous job to be 28-9 in his first year. Um, Roy Williams said he's already a better coach than him, which some might say is tremendous. Some might say he's not the greatest coach of all time, but he obviously had tremendous success. Uh, but I think Coach K, just being in the game for as long as he's been, um, I don't think there's any way he's going to lose to a guy in his first year coaching and I think at his, against his rival two times in a row. I just don't think it happens. happens the way you think. Coach K won his first title in 1991 over Kansas who I believe at the time was coached by Roy Williams in a Final Four that had Kansas and North Carolina and Duke in it, and I think UNLV at the time. Um, so, I mean, it, to me, it's all going to come full circle. And I retweeted something that, you know, I think Saturday night you and I should have a shot every time they show Roy Williams in the crowd oh, because I think um, you'd probably be drunk. Uh, they're going to show him a lot, folks. Um, so let's 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 see that. Hopefully, uh, they don't show much before the game starts. We might be drunk before the tip. <laughs> Maybe we'll do quarter of a shot. Okay. Um, so, anyways, that'll be fun. We'll let you know how we feel Sunday morning um, if they show Roy. Williams. You know they're going to show him a lot. It's going to happen. So I think in the end, um, you know, I, I you got we both got Duke. I got Villanova. You got Kansas. I think it could go either way. I just think I think they're two of the toughest games that I can remember of in the Final Four to pick after seeing so many games be played. I think they're both two teams that kind of match up well, where I think if you would have seen Duke versus Villanova, Duke versus Kansas, and North Carolina versus the other team, I think you know, it would probably be a little easier to pick. But I think the national champion comes out of the second game on Saturday. I'm not going to lie, though. Coach K's not in that championship game, folks. I'm going to bed Monday night. So just I'm just being honest. I'm not staying up to watch the other game. I'll i watch one shining moment, but I'm going to tell you right now. One shining moment with Coach K hoisting number six. Oh, boy, folks. That's all I can say. Here come the waterworks. That's all I can say. So, um, now, today's podcast was all quick Final Four preview. Sometime this weekend, probably sometime on Sunday, might be later Sunday, or maybe it would have to wait till Monday. We don't know. But sometime Sunday or Monday, we'll have our normal podcast where we'll preview, of course, the championship game. We'll get into the particulars in the NFL again. We'll get into the particulars of the Masters. You know, Tiger Woods was at Augusta National today. Next week, we'll have our special Masters podcast because the Masters now is just a little over a week away. It looks like Tiger Woods is going to play. He would not have gone to Augusta National. I expect tomorrow afternoon he'll announce whether he's going to play. Let's be honest. He went to Augusta today to play to see how his body felt after walking the hills. We've been there. It is a pretty hilly golf course. Not like these drastic hills, but really some some steepness to them, long tracks of going up and down. Um, so there's no doubt I'd say by tomorrow afternoon, we're going to find out. Tiger's going to know how his body feels tomorrow morning, and he's going to make an announcement. So we got a lot of really good podcasts coming up. Um, there's so much excitement and energy I think it starts Saturday. I think Monday night hits the pinnacle in sports in a long time. And I'll tell you what, Tiger Woods is teeing it up sometime on Thursday. It's going to rank right up there with Coach K winning six maybe um, to have the greatest the greatest of all time re-tee it up after almost dying a year ago and almost basically amputating a leg or two. Um, going to be a pretty unbelievable story as well. So we got a lot coming on. Um, we'll see what happens in the Final Four. And... Um, 
like I said, I think it's the next two weeks are going to be pretty special in sports, and we're excited to talk to you about it. And like I said, place some bets on what we said.